Welcome to it. This is Know Your Power, the podcast series brought to you by VW Amarok. And over the course of this series, we want you to firstly discover the man that is Siabella Sonatla, but most importantly, help you tap into what real power is. Siabello knows that his power comes from the people around him, and he surrounds himself with excellence, brilliance, and humility. The first five episodes are live right now, so make sure you get them all by clicking the link in the bio of your favorite podcast app. Listen, Sebs, I wanted to talk to you about something, right? Was that yeah. a, a big part of my life is um, sort of my mother, and she has been such a rock for me. Um, and as young men, um, I think we all go through our times, right? Our, our late teens, our 20s, most of us go through stuff. And there's one bedrock. Uh, obviously, a great father is handy to have. But it seems to me in every society where the mother is strong, Girls and boys need that. And it, my mother's been an absolute rock for me. And I know from what you've said and some of the things I've read is that your mom was such an integral part, right from you, obviously getting that tremendous, uh, uh, almost movie-like uh, transition to sevens. Your, your mom's been at the center of things. I mean, maybe ta- ta- take us into what it's like between you and her. I- I'd love to know from the beginning what role she's played in your life. I don't think it even started at that point, uh, to be quite honest. My mother... Obviously, was pushing me in the cradle uh, since I was a young man, a young boy rather. I mean, now that I'm a young man, she's still pushing me forward. And it's never about what I was going to be, to a sense, because till this day, she says she had no idea, you know, I was going to be this person. But I guess mothers do what mothers do. Um, and it's, uh, the job is to nurture, to care, to support, and to guide people through life. And I think that's what my mother did her whole life. I'm not just me, like all my siblings, we, we had a beautiful upbringing where, you know, our mother was there. I know we're highlighting mothers and we're talking about them, but it's just as important, you know, to have a father figure inside. I know not all of us are very privileged to have that, but here's why I feel so, you know, so obliged to turn that page around and make men understand in this country and this world that how important we are in driving you know, our young ones to, to to be better people. You know how how important it is to to let them groom um, us. Now, now that's a great point, right? And I love where you've taken that, that that thing, right? And and we'll get back. Obviously, we all have great stories about our mom, our moms. At least I do, because you know, there's a stock standard for for mothers. By the way, if they want to wake the whole household up, I don't know if your mom does this one. You know where they wear those slippers and they drag them on the ground so everyone can hear? I can hear the sound. I can hear the sound. It's funny, though, because my sister used to wake us up. My sister's a singer. She loves music. She actually uh, sings gospel right now. Um, she literally quit a job and followed a passion. It was like, oh, I'm going to do this. But every single Saturday, my dude, like it's a Saturday. We're trying to sleep in late. You know, everybody's trying to chill out. My sister blasts the music and sings on top of her voice. So that was my alarm for the longest time. Um, I'd give that rain to her. My mother didn't do too much. But in terms of mothers, if you're sleeping too late, my mother doesn't even say anything. Man, just gets in the room, opens the curtains, Get opens the, the windows, and just goes out. <laughs> but there's no way you can sleep after that. Come on, you. There's no way. No spook, no, no nothing. She just opens everything. Yeah. And then she budges out. Uh, yeah. I got the message. <laughs> it's loud. It's loud. Yeah, and clear. 
It's yeah, no, it's very loud and clear. But mothers are very special, man. Mine made it a point to not obviously try to highlight everyone, um, even though I still know that I think my sister was always the favorite. Okay. But they they try to keep. And I guess like we got the best of the best every single time for them. And you, you know, you're touching on something great there. Just before we got into this convo, is that. When, when you do have this anchor, uh, which is the mother, but it leads to a great conversation, and I know you're involved in the mentoring of young men, and I think sometimes in the world we live in, it's also quite a lot of the young men are learning how, learning how to be a man through the screen instead of tacit examples. And I know you, you're hugely... I don't think passionate is the, is the right word. You, you're invested, and you're investing your time into uh, mentoring and being present in the lives of other young men who may not have strong and positive male influences in their life. And I don't think it's just a South African thing. I think we need men to be present. It's not about being perfect. It's about being present. And your mentorship, I mean, take me through what guided you there, because I haven't even started thinking about that that field. And and it's awesome that you've you've thought about that. Well, I guess, you know, love, life at large has guided me towards that place. Um, hearing about people's stories because I never experienced it, right? I had a father figure that was there. Yes, my dad was not perfect or um, is not the perfect man, although he's my mentor, my role model, he's not perfect by any stretch. Mm. But the man was there all the time and he showed up. That's what we need. We need good examples. Yes, you can, you know, watch the screen and obviously read books and whatever, but there is no greater example than a physical one. Um, and I guess that's what we need. A mother can only stretch you to a certain point, but some things just need further figures. And that's what I, I realized. And, you know, I took importance in obviously trying to assume the role uh, to people that didn't really have that because I had a good example. So I want to relay that good examples because we have way too many bad examples out there. Um, and people are going to do what they know, right? If you don't know better, you can't act better. Mm. So I'm just trying to that loop, you know, in people's lives, you know, show them better so that they can do better. And I, I love that because sometimes the obsession is to try and be this Tom Hanks perfect screen dad. But like you say, there is no perfect, but being present. Yeah. I love what you said about your father and, and, and him being present. So you know what? Maybe some people don't have context. Like give me one of the stories of some of the guys you, you're mentoring and like that missing hole of a, a, the missing dad, it can lead us to some scary places. And I'm sure you've heard some, some stories you never thought you'd ever hear. That's crazy. It's crazy. One example of one of the days that I'm, I'm chilling with, I don't like the word mentoring too much. It makes me, you know, kind of like uh, might be on a pedestal a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> that's, that's a, it makes me feel like a hot man. And I'm still like an ace. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. You know, you get a single mother staying in a place like Kalicha with a kid, not even an RDP house. They stay in a shack. Mm. The mother has to go hustle. The kid is left to go to school, comes back, no mother in the house because the mother's doing double jobs because obviously she has to provide. And it's not just them. They're like two or three of them. Now it's kids of a very young age. Like we're talking about... A 12-year-old is actually leading the house and taking care of the 6-year-old and the 3-year-old. I mean, there is so much that can happen in that house. The 12-year-old is going through their stuff as well at school. You know, we all go through our things. Now they have to step up and be that type of person. While there's things like 
bad influences happening in and around you all the time. And obviously you having bad role models because you know Ikasi, Ikasi is Ikasi. Mm. The Gintas are seen as role models because, again, why? We don't have good role models. So they're seen as the role models because those are the people that have, that I can afford, that look like they're living a lavish life and look like they, they, they live in the life that they want to live from the outside. It seems lavish, but there's only one road to that place you know, where they're going, and it's only like that. It, it can never be anything positive. They're just leading a negative life. And they're going to end up, you know, so they end up dead or you end up in jail or something like that. So yeah, it's, it's those type of things that happen on a daily that we privileged people that grew up in a very stable household don't understand. And having to live there with them, you understand how hectic it is. Yeah. Dude, as you as you're speaking, bro, I'm I'm thinking back to when I got a little bit rebellious from around 13, 14. I could really feel myself go some kind of way, and that continued right through my twenties uh, to about twenty three, twenty four. But you know what? I went back to like it was my mother and my father's teachings that you have just said. Yes. Like they were both present. Yes. They they put things into me early. They were always get up, do this. Yeah. Like deep down inside, they were planting that seed, and, and you, you know, I hope I'm uh, I'm making them proud. Like, hey, my mom's a demanding lady. Listen, the teas. Another thing about mothers, your tea, the tea's never perfect. You know, it's it's never the tea's never perfect. You know how it is. You you make it. Hey, bring milk. No, it is it too much? You know how it is with moms. Hey, why does the milk have the little? You know that when when milk is hot, I mean, it's it has that little thing yes. on top. Why does it have the little thing? Well, that's how mothers are. They're very demanding, um, but we love them like oh, that. Oh, the best. You, you know what the, the, the alpha mom move is, though? You know, if it's like, okay, afternoon, let's say you've cleaned the house, cleaned the dishes now, whatever, and they want tea, but you sitting maybe in your bedroom or you outside, you've got some friends, is they're not moving from the couch, which is right next to the kitchen. They're not doing it. What they're doing is... Oh, I wish I wish I could just have some tea and put my feet up. That message, which is, it's really like a broadcast. Mothers are hectic people. Like, I don't understand them. A person can be sitting next on the couch. The remote is not even a meter away from her. She can literally just reach out to the You're chilling in the room. It's like, hey, Papa, come here. I come. Open a little remote. I'm like, Ma. <laughs> I know exactly. What about this one? Yeah. You know, it's winter now. She's already, you've already tucked her with the blanket on the sofa because she's watching gospel or whatever it is, right? So she's already snug tight. Yeah. But she'll ask you for pillows to lift her feet. I don't know if you've had this one. And the pillows you bring, it's either always too low or too high. You need to definitely go, hey, hey, come back, come back, come back, man. <laughs> Mom, we only have a certain amount of pillows in the house. <laughs> Must take the foam out to my side. I don't know. I normally say with mothers and parents, I think, especially for my era, they literally come from the same factory, bro. There's no way. There's too many things that they do that are alike. I, I, I talk to friends and be like, don't know if that too. It's, it's like, no. Standard. Yeah, they know they come from the same factory. I don't know, like, I don't know. They just keep coming. They want, they're not conveyable or something like that. But, but you know what's incredible is 
and this for me again leans more on my mother and i mean my father was an extremely present man and i'm eternally grateful but what's incredible is when you do let's call it wrong right it doesn't matter how old you are is that they are always on your side like i I just i can't believe how my mother it doesn't matter windy rainy doesn't matter you did this people are saying this she's always in your corner and and it's it's like it's something now that uh, i'm 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 becoming a khrotman i look back and i go is this person even human you know that that capacity to keep forgiving that capacity for it's going to be okay it's it's invaluable the level of emotional intelligence that mothers have is crazy. Like I, I'll give you a simple example in my life. Um, while I play professional sports, right, I have good games and bad games. I'll never have just good games. I have good games and bad games. My mother knows exactly what to say when I have a good game and exactly what to say when I have a bad game. And there's some level of criticism as well that follows because obviously my mother has has standards for me. So if I had not a baddish game like an average one, but I don't feel better myself. I don't know how she gauges it, but she'll be like, ah, papa, but this one, this one, nah, you're not, you're not there. <laughs> and we have a laugh about it. Yeah. But when I have a bad game and I'm feeling bad about it, then she won't come to me with the criticism. She will rather come with me with so much cheer and support and love and be like, yo, papa, I know like how you're feeling type of thing. You know, it's all right. We'll try again next week. These things happen. You can't always have a good game. Um, I still love you type of thing. And I'm like, I just, well, like for years, I just couldn't understand what this thing is. She can gauge, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, like, it's not even going to have a conversation. She literally just says these things by herself, like without having a proper conversation to gauge where I am. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just get a message again as I'm driving home, so just before I drive home. I'm... And I'll just be sitting in the car. And I'll just read the same. I'm like, how does this woman do it? She gets it right all the time. It's so crazy. Dude, you are, I mean, I connect to that. Listen, Sabs, I want to give you the, the, the last word on this one. Uh, maybe send a message uh, and, and I'll let you obviously uh, wrap things up. This has been an awesome chat. Uh, but send a message directly to her, man. Uh, I mean, it just... It, it sounds like she's an incredible, just, you, you know, they say, so, uh, Sabs, I'll give you the last word. Send a message directly to, to your wonderful mother. My man, you putting me on the spot here. What, what do I say? What do I say about mama? Yeah, they are really no words to describe what you are and what you mean to me. Um, what role you've played in my life. I am the man that I am today because of you. You molded something incredible. I think you molded something that was in your dreams. Um, I hope I keep on making you proud. I will love you forever. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) 